Hello and welcome to the Dis Dump Podcast, the show where we watch movies, play games, or listen to music in an effort to decide, are we going to keep the disc or are we going to dump them? As always, I'm your host, Miles Trout. Today I'm doing something a little weird that most people are probably not going to be into or appreciate but me. But it's my show and I want to fucking do it, so I hope you like it. If you don't, Oh, well, I did this for me. Uh, This is a somewhat timely episode because this is the end of summer. Finally, fall approaches. So stoked. I fucking love fall. Okay, so uh, get your pens ready. Get some paper ready because this episode is all about promotional music. At the Rockstar Energy Mayhem music festival in 2014 like it's a big festival i was handed a victory records summer sampler and it changed my life victory records is the home for bands like emir il nino hawthorne heights atreyu a day to remember and between the buried and me there are so many great songs on this cd and not i mean not all these bands are on the cd but that's the kind of music that we're expecting to hear and it's pretty great and this cd has lived in my car for like well over a year when i got it every song is a freaking banger well not every song most of the songs are freaking bangers so this this shit changed my life. Earlier this year, pre-COVID, I purchased a summer sampler because I wanted to recreate that experience. I got the Equal Visions Records summer sampler from 2017. Whew. Okay, you follow me so far? What I found was a completely different experience, though, and I'm finding that this sampler is also affecting my life and my taste in music pretty profoundly. Bands on Equal Vision Records would include Say Anything, Chiodos, Bear vs. Shark, We Came as Romans, Circa Survive, The Fall of Troy, all bands like that. So I was trying to like recreate this experience where I really, really enjoyed a summer sampler I got. So I was like, let's see what summer samplers are out there. And I knew Equal Visions had some kick-ass music on it. So I was like, all right, cool. I can't wait to recreate this experience, and it's it's obviously totally different, but they're both, it's crazy how when you find a CD or a playlist or something that you didn't curate, how it introduces you to new things. So, because these introduced me to new things, I thought, well, let's pit them against each other because I'm a freaking weirdo. If I had to get rid of one of these samplers, which one do you think it would be? I'm going to put these CDs head-to-head, breaking down each song to determine which disc gets to stay and which one gets to enter one of your hands. So I'm going to break down each one of these CDs. I'm going to listen. I'm going to talk about every single song. I'm going to play you a few songs from each of these CDs for your listening pleasure. But if you're like watching on YouTube or you're listening on Facebook, like that's how you get it. You will not be able to hear this music because I don't exactly own the rights to it. But even if I did, YouTube and Facebook don't give a shit. So this is all about promotional music. So I figured might as well put some music on to promote it. But everywhere else should be able to hear it. Just Facebook and YouTube are probably not so good. And truth be told, I don't even have a YouTube channel yet. I don't know why I'm saying that, I guess for the future. So Let's get started. We're going to talk about the Victory Records Summer Sampler of 2014. This one's pretty much all heavy metal music, so you've been forewarned. I don't know if I would have started it this way otherwise, but the fact of the matter is that it's just like the older one. 
So because this is the older one and I got it at a festival, I actually got to hear a lot of these bands live, which is pretty cool. Bands like Emir and El Nino, which you're about to hear me talk about a little bit. So keep that in mind that that probably also tainted my experience a little bit. E, like the letter E by Emir is the first song on this CD, and this song is fucking hardcore. I was introduced to this band by a girl named Crystal Murphy. Hi, Crystal. How are you? <laughs> anyway, this band is about as hardcore as I get personally. Like they, they kind of have a little bit of a, a a rap vibe, even though it's in no way rap. It's fucking hardcore screaming metal music. Um, it's just it's so angry and so powerful. This is definitely one of their best songs too. I love the use of like cutting music and then saying lines to like reinforce the emotion of the song and then bringing you right back in really quick. You'll see what I mean because uh, I'm going to play you guys E by Emir right now.
Whoo, that was a fucking crazy song. So the second song on this CD is Live Like There's No Tomorrow by Il Nino. And it's one of their more popular songs. Um, you know, The lyrics go, let's get high like we don't give a fuck. And like, it's cool. There's like, it's like a smoking anthem. Super talented band. These dudes are fucking badasses. I like a lot of their songs. Like the song Finger Painting with the Enemy is a good one. Or the song 2012 is a good one. But like the smoking anthem cool whatever i don't know a whole lot of people who smoke a lot of weed and are like i need an anthem that's hardcore but it's a good song it's not bad it's just one of their more popular songs and that's not really what i'm into but crazy fucking performers next up on the cd is coconut dracula by islander uh, this is a song that reminds me a lot of the Lost Prophets, but like in a good way. The Lost Prophets, uh, their singer turned out to be a terrible, horrible pedophile. And as far as I know, Islander isn't a pedophile. None of those dudes are pedophiles as far as I know. But I don't revisit the Lost Prophets for that reason as much as I was like, I was pretty fucking into them when I was younger. But I don't really revisit that because I don't want to support that guy, even though I'm sure he's like being buried alive in prison. Anyway, Islander is pretty good. Um, the song really has like a great pop rock sound to it. Like it's absolutely something you'd hear on terrestrial radio on like your local rock station, 105.7 The X. Anyway, uh, the only thing I don't like about it is like they just say Coconut Dracula. Like it's not really something that fits into the song. I guess they just like the way that Coconut Dracula sounds when you put it together, but it kind of distracts in the song. Otherwise, the lyrics are good. The composition of the song is good. It's just really strange that they felt the need to say Coconut Dracula, which, by the way, means nothing at all. But otherwise, it's a good song. Cranial Infestation by Wretched dives headfirst down your throat, and it is the next song in this CD. This shit is so heavy with blast beats galore. It's definitely a good song to murder to. Not that I've ever murdered anybody but it could supplement violent video games for sure like i've killed at least a zombie or two with this song playing in the background it's fucking hardcore but the next song is hardcore too <laughs> the fifth song on this album is called verdict of the soul by ermia e-r-m-h-i-a and it is the stuff of nightmares this is fucking Oh my god. So, I don't love black metal music, and I'm pretty sure that's what this song would be considered as black metal. If you're into it, great. I'm not, so, like, sacrifice your virgins somewhere else, please. I do not love black metal music. Alright, well, number six, though, is a song I love. This song is arguably one of the best songs in this CD. It's called Eternal Thirst by Darkness Divided, and it is so tight and so powerful... I don't know how to explain it other than to say it's the most headbanging, move your body, slide into home plate, flip a fucking table, jump on the roof of your car, and thrash out song I've ever heard. It is so heavy metal and electrifying. Don't take my word for it. Here's Eternal Thirst by Darkness Divided.
boy. I told you that song was good. Didn't I tell you that song was good? That song is fucking good. <laughs> All right. So another good song that is on this album is Fight Song by Sinister Sin. It's very hair metal with a strong woman vocalist who sounds like she's from like Norway or Sweden or something. I don't really know. But listening to the lyrics, I feel like she probably isn't from America. She says, pray for that God forgives, but I don't. And I mean, it's a fun song. Doesn't grammatically make a whole lot of sense in English, but pray for that God forgives. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it doesn't really flow as well as you would think. But it is a. it's like, it's some decent music as far as just female vocalist, anthem, rock and roll it is if you had to say rock and roll it would be a song like that it's a good song oh my god okay how do i explain this next song this next song is without a doubt my favorite song on the cd because it was the first one that i went out and i bought the cd after i listened to this like i sought them out i went to fye and i told them what i wanted and they said that band i've never even heard of that and i was like god damn it so i eventually found it i think i had to go through their website to find the cd and buy it the song is feel real by tear out the heart so this is legit one of my favorite songs ever i think it's definitely my favorite song in this album they sound almost like if some 41 was hardcore, but don't let that discourage you. Don't, don't turn it off. Don't turn it off. Trust me. Trust me when I tell you this is a goddamn good song. Like I don't love sub 41, but this is a goddamn good song. Like life doesn't fight fair. So why should I, I don't know. You'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. Here's feel real by tear out the heart. Take me back 
I, like, I don't know how to explain it, how much I love that song, but I really fucking love that song. So, uh, you ever listen to the band Feeder to the Sharks? This band is so badass. They have everything I love in a band. They got badass guitars, melodic thrash beats, hardcore vocals, and, like, hooking lyrics. This song is called Buried Alive, and I wish I could play you all the songs in this CD, but I really just can't. Like, there will be a playlist, trust me. I hope you're writing all these down because Buried Alive by Feeder the Sharks is fucking dope. The next song on this CD is hardcore borderline punk music. The song is Wasted Arrows by the Comeback Kid. Now this is a band right here. They're punk riffs with pit vocals. Do you know what I mean by pit vocals? It's like the whole crowd of angry people is screaming lyrics in unison and it's some hardcore shit. I got the album Die Knowing after I heard this song. And it's like Bring Me the Horizon played punk music. Like, it's so fucking good. Uh, I like this next song too. But it's going to be kind of hard to talk about. And this next song is Wasabi Anguish by Neurotic November. The reason I say that this song is hard to talk about or admit that I like is because it's a little racist. Now hear me out. So, this is a band that's, like, hardcore, but they also have a rapper. So, you know, it's it's a lot of people that turns them off, but it doesn't really bother me too, too much. What bothers me is some of the r- lines are racist. So, it's called Wasabi Anguish because it's about how an Asian girl dumped the singer, and he says a little bit of racist shit about her because she's Asian. He says that her eyes are always closed and she can't see and stuff like that. It's not very nice. It's not nice at all. But the composition of the song is pretty dope if you don't mind some mild racism. But 2020 isn't the time to say you can, you don't mind mild racism. So I would never say that. And I would never say this song is good. But this song... Anyway. Uh, Pale Green Eyes by The Bunny The Bear is the next one on this list. I don't mind this song, but I would say that this band is awful. (laughs) The reason they're called The Bunny The Bear is because one guy sings super deep vocals and wears a bear mask. And the other guy, by contrast, dresses like a bunny and he sings like he's squeezing his testicles with his bunny mask on. I got their album because I saw it for like five bucks and I remembered they were on this CD. I didn't remember that this was the band. 
but I remembered seeing that they were on the CD and the album art was pretty cool, but awful, 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 awful. This album sucked. So this is the bunny, the bear. Don't, don't do it. I don't have a good reason that I would have kept that CD other than the album art. Bad idea. So before I even thought to have a podcast, I dumped that bitch. Like that's gone. So the bunny, the bear, not good. Don't listen to the bunny, the bear. Well, you can if you want, but it's not my shit at all. When Hope Falls by Seeker is the 13th song on this album. This is another black metal song, and it's just, like, noise to me. It's incredibly agitating and intolerable. I don't know who's into music like this, but you need to seek therapy because it's not good. It's not good. Coming in at number 14 is some serious skateboarding music if I've ever heard it. The song is Ruthless Omnipotence by Jungle Riot. Uh, This is straight up a punk hardcore song, and it's not bad at all. I would definitely shred in Tony Hawk if, like, this was on the soundtrack. I'm sure it probably is, honestly. The breakdown is the best part with a bunch of guitar triplets and double bass. And who doesn't love guitar triplets and double bass? Like, really? So this next song inspired me to buy another CD and the band is called Meridian and the song is called Set Free. I found this song is one of their more complex and well-composed songs. There's some clean vocals that cut in through the chorus and it took me a while to learn that I loved it. Sometimes, especially when you're like deep in a hardcore CD, you crave just a little bit of clean vocals in there to remind you you're a human being and not an angry chaos monster. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, sometimes some clean vocals really cut through and make a big difference. So that was Meridian. Check them out. Song 16 brings us back into the punk and hardcore music with Hard Lessons by Terror. This is a more traditional punk song in that you can hear the words and sing along. Basic, like, verse-chorus-verse-chorus breakdown format. It's a good song, though. It's catchy. You know, like, I like punk music to a degree, and this is a better punk song. Uh, Sleeping Giant by Close Your Eyes is the next song, and it is so bassy. I love how it, like, hits you in the chest while you're listening, and it brings, like, punk and metal together with, like, a thrashy chorus. And, like, I understand how good these songs are, but compared to other songs on this CD, they're super easy to overlook, all these punk songs. They're good songs, but Sleeping Giants blends hardcore into the mix better. But much, much more complex is the song Compass by Counterparts, which brings us in at number 18 on this CD. It rides the punk wave and brings us back to like a metalcore vibe. Again, it's easy to overlook this song when the next song on the album is by one of the biggest rock bands ever. Big up-and-comers in 14, and at this point, they're here to stay. This is the song I was most excited for when I got this CD, and that is Second Sucks by A Day to Remember. This song is what hooked me on that band. I know there are a lot of people that feel that way, too. It's perhaps the perfect hardcore song. It's just so fucking good. It's got those pit vocals in it, like I was talking about before, but it's so fucking epic. If you're not familiar, here's Second Sucks by A Day to Remember. If anything, it's too short. Fight!
Last but not least is a classic metalcore song. Like in the genre of metalcore, this is like kind of an older song because it's a newer genre. This is Demons by Darkest Hour. This is a super dope song and it is epic and it's a great way to end a CD and it's just like so good. It's a super epic way to end this CD. You can tell that they put a lot of thought into this. In a time where I felt like I was ready to enter the next phase of the hardcore music scene and like maybe grow as a musician. This CD was there for me. I also had like a lot of anger. I was like mad at my job. I hated it. I worked at a grocery store. I was smoking. I was in a failing relationship. I needed to vent my feelings in like some kind of healthy way. And Victory Records was there for me. Like, as I said, I found a lot of good music because of this mix. I bought a lot of CDs. I made a lot of Pandora stations and shit like that. This is one of the best mixes for hardcore music lovers ever. Like, you should find this for sure. But it's far from perfect. They're, the black metal songs in it are complete trash. And it's not something you can just play for anybody who comes into your car. Like, I know there are some people who ride my car that have zero tolerance for my kind of music. So, you know, it's not for everybody. But this is definitely one of my favorite CDs ever. And I didn't even make the mix. Like, it's, it's so good. I'm in a different phase of my life now, though. Like, a lot of things have changed for the better. So, I live on my own. I don't live with my parents anymore. I don't work in a grocery store anymore. My mental health is kind of being treated, and I'm doing pretty good on that. I don't smoke. I drink a lot less overall. I'm happier than I've been in a really, really long time. And when this CD came into my life, I was very different. So when I sought out a new summer sampler, I was kind of looking for hardcore music, but I got something completely different, 
and it kind of fits better into the mold of my life right now. But we'll talk about this next sampler, the Equal Vision sampler, after this quick break. So I'm not doing an ad this week because I don't want to get in trouble because I'm featuring music on this or whatever. Like I'm helping these bands, if anything, because I'm hoping you guys are going to go and like subscribe and, you know, give them a little bit of attention that they deserve. Maybe buy a CD, stuff like that. So I'm not doing an ad this week because I don't want to profit from this. I just want to say thank you to some folks real quick and promote a podcast or two and then we'll get back into it real quick. So, uh, anyone who's looking to get a hold of me, you can email me, discdumppod at gmail.com, D-I-S-C-D-U-M-P-P-O-D at gmail.com. Don't forget that little PP in there. It is important. On Twitter, I'm at the disc dump. On Instagram, it's disc dump podcast. Again, the PP. You can see some exclusive pictures on there. You're not going to see anywhere else. On Facebook, I have the disc dump podcast page which i would appreciate it if you'd follow that for monetary reasons but even better if you could join the disc dump podcast fans group on facebook it's a great place to start the discussion i post a lot of memes in there uh there's a lot of stuff that is exclusive just to that group if you're gonna join that would be the way to do it each uh each social media has its own little niche to it like, I mean, I could sell it and be like, Instagram's got all the exclusive pictures, Twitter's got the not-so-safe-for-work stuff and all the podcast recommendations, but, or the Distump Podcast Fans group is kind of the meat and potatoes. You get almost everything on there that's not exclusive, so it's totally worth it. You can connect with my, like, the people who are on the show who, when I don't do a solo episode like this, a lot of them are in that group create polls like recommend things for me to cover whatever it's a great place to start the discussion so uh last but not least if you wouldn't mind rate review and subscribe that helps me on the apple front i know a lot of people have apple but it seems like most people use spotify for podcasts anymore anyway so i have a couple of fan shout outs to do real quick uh i guess first of all i should just address hi crystal murphy how are you I hope you're good. Congratulations on like having a baby and stuff. And I hope you like the episode and good luck selling houses and stuff. She's the one who introduced me to the band Amir and uh, I am eternally grateful. Thank you, Crystal. I also want to say thank you to Big C. She is my 100th Instagram follower. So I appreciate you, Big C. She's Listen to some episodes. She is probably not going to like this one if I had to take a wild stab. So sorry, Big C, that you're getting a shout out on this episode. I will just send you the timestamp because it's, it's, it's a, uh, you know, it's not for everybody. So she has got a beauty boutique. So Big C's beauty boutique is pretty, uh, pretty cool looking. It's Diva Styles, if you know what I'm saying. That's, I think, what it's called. Um, yeah, so she's clearly got a way better fashion sense than I do. And she knows a lot more about cosmetics and things of that nature. So you should hit her up for all of your beauty needs and services. Her link is uh, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash diva styles you should hit her up she seems like she knows what she's doing she certainly knows more than i do so hit her up at linktr.ee slash diva styles all one word 
And then two podcasts. Just two. Two little podcasts. Two, two that you might want to check out. You want to check out some podcasts? The Near Death Dolls is a show that I've been enjoying. Uh, it's two nice ladies who they talk about. Like The episode I listened to is about haunted dolls because their name is the Near Death Dolls. I assumed that would have something to do with it. But uh, it, that was a pretty good episode. I listened to a couple other ones, some true crime in there and stuff. And it's a good time. They have a lot of fun banter and they, they, seem, uh, they seem pretty personable. I would recommend checking out the Near Death Dolls for sure. Another podcast, if you like this one, there's another one that's pretty similar. It's got a lot of fun stuff to it. It's called So Horrified. Uh, It's a couple, another one of those couple podcasts that they are talking about horror movies. They sit down, they watch a horror movie, and then, I mean, the ones I've listened to, they basically make fun of it. But it reminds me a lot of this show, and uh, it was a good time. I I enjoyed listening to them talking about some old Wes Craven terrible movies, and uh, that might be a recurring theme on this show, old Wes Craven terrible movies. (laughs) All right, y'all, I will uh, let you get back to hearing me talk about the samplers alrighty so equal visions records summer sampler 2017 obviously this has something on the uh, the victory records one in that it came out three years later. Three years, a lot has happened in the music scene. Equally so, three years since that one has come out, a lot of things have happened in the modern music scene. So it is kind of nestled in in a, uh, a weird space between now and when the Victory Records one came out. The first song is called Gloom Boys by Waterparks, and it is an interesting way to start a CD. Now, keep in mind, I was expecting heavy metal, and I got Waterparks. They are a... Uh, a pop rock kind of band that I think they got pioneered during like the pop punk movement of the early 2000s they remind me a lot of good charlotte meets like two-door cinema club I don't know if you guys know who those bands are but it's very upbeat and peppy and the lyrics are kind of stupid kind of stupid the climax of the song is I brought a knife to a gunfight I brought my thoughts to a fist fight I bring my hell to you I mean it's it's a little whiny but overall it's not a bad song i like how upbeat it is and it's high energy so can't really complain too much about that the second song on this album is called everything you want me to be by cold front uh this has a similar vibe to the gloom boys song that comes right before this uh it leans a little bit more on the emo side it has a lot more distortion a little bit more sadness, but both songs are pretty whiny, but I would argue they're both decent songs if you appreciate some, like, moody music. These these two songs are kind of moody, even though one's positive and one's kind of negative. The next song on this CD is Unspoken by Sleep On It, and it takes this album to a whole new level. Like, right away, it's a jump above the last two songs. So far, the vibe has been pretty consistent as far as, like, lyrics and emotion, but this song has a more mature sound, but maintains that same emotion. So the lyrics aren't anything special, but they execute like a metalcore sound. It's similar to like A Day to Remember. They don't have any like hardcore vocals, but their vocalist definitely can sing his ass off. 
there isn't a whole lot of demonstration of his super singing abilities, but I can hear he's got some pipes in there. He's got serious potential. So I'm definitely going to look into this band further, but for your listening pleasure, here's Unspoken by Sleep On It. I mean, I like that last song. It's pretty good, right? Like, you, you can't really complain about it. It's it, There's nothing bad about it, as far as I can tell. The next song is called Virginia Girls by Envy on the Coast. And it's uh, definitely a song that's about a place. You know, songs that are about places kind of have a vibe to them. Uh, before I knew the name of the song, I assumed it was about New York. The chorus goes, this is where I hail from. I would never trade you for the West. Come on now, you're killing me. Come on now, you're leaving. You've got to live where the sound was born. A sound that never sleeps. Please stay with me. Riding on the tracks out of New York City. Won't you? Can you hear it? Uh, It definitely 
is about sticking to your roots for sure and uh the sound is definitely inspired by the black keys if i had to take a guess the black keys had a big effect on the sound of this song the mature sound that we've been getting kind of falls off for this next song the song is for shelly by a lot like birds this is one of the whiniest songs on the whole album and it's almost intolerable because of the vocals but there's like rolling piano and it makes the whole song sound kind of dramatic and sad, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But there are a lot of songs like this that I do like. But overall, I th- don't think this song executes the emotion very well. They put quiet electronic wobbles in the song and it's like irritating. I don't mind electronic entering my rock music. Like that's pretty cool to me. But overall, I would say I do not like For Shelly by A Lot Like Birds. Airy by Backwards Dancer is the next song. I'm not going to lie, the way this song comes in scares me into thinking I'm not going to like the rest of this album. But I was wrong. This song is superior to the last song because there's layered vocals in it, and the sharpness and tightness of the guitar is admirable. I'm definitely going to check into more songs by Backward Dancer because the vocalist has a lot in common with bad bands, but it worked. Like they made it work and they did a great job. So Airy by Backwards Dancer is is a good song. The next song, however, is called Clarity and Kerosene by Nothing Nowhere. It's holy shit it's so whiny definitely the whiniest song in this whole cd i hope you choke in your sleep when you're dreaming of me suffocate in your sheets i'll be the last thing you see it's like ugh, like it's like okay cool like you just really are mad at this person i get it but it's got like some trap music vibes to it with like a hip-hop beat behind this dramatic sad guitar in the back That said, there was definitely a time in my adolescence that I would have loved this song, probably. I I would be... It would be great for, like, young folks to appreciate. The ones that were, like, obsessed with their crush and so angry they're dating someone else or whatever. Like, this is a teenage angst song, and I'm fucking 30, so I don't need that in my life. The next song is called New Face by Picturesque. And this song reminds me of Sleeping With Sirens, but like in a good way. I know it's kind of hard to say that. That's a weird sentence, but this song is like tremendously musically competent. I don't love the vocals. I especially don't love it now that I know there's a little boy singing the vocals. I thought that there was a girl and I was like, damn, this chick is badass, but it turns out she's a little boy. So that's not a girl, but I mean, who am I to gender people? Anyway, now that I know it's a squeaky little boy voice, I'm not super into it. But like I said, it's very musically competent and well composed. I'm willing to overlook the octave of the vocals because the quality of music is actually pretty good. So now for something completely different. And the next song is called Messin' With Me by Northern Faces. And it's they're basically Foster the People. And they have a very, very similar sound to Foster the People. There's maybe a little bit of a, a dash of Cage the Elephant in there too. But what most of you probably don't know about me is I love, love, love Foster the People and Cage the Elephant. Let me just show you what I'm talking about. Open up your ears because here comes Messin' With Me by the Northern Faces.
yeah so that's the only song that's not rock music not hardcore rock music that you're gonna hear in this podcast so i mean i hope you liked that a little change in pace speaking of a change in pace champions by gideon comes out of nowhere on this cd and it is a thrash song smack dab in the middle of this album this song fucks up the flow of all of the songs that have been going so far I mean, I shouldn't say that. If the last song came right before this, that New Face song, maybe it would have flowed a little bit nicer. But either way, I love thrash music. And, you know, like, I hear a lot of it. And this one is really nothing special. There are hardcore vocals and heavy distortion, yes. But there's really no melodic guitars or solos or anything. The riff is basically just one of those ones is like, like it's the same note just in a weird just like slightly different you know different patterns and it's it's one of those songs you know like there's a lot of songs like that if you need hardcore for hardcore sake this song might scratch that itch but it's certainly not something you'd write home about it's got that like hokey pokey prepare for football locker room music vibe it's uh, anyway next song is also kind of this is free spirits by sadistic with a k at the end and it is a random mumble rap song that immediately follows the thrash music uh it reminds me of old mgk machine gun kelly like it's, it's okay it's just, you know it's it's really nothing special either there's some backwards guitar in the beat which I mean, it's okay. I don't love it. But if you like trap music or mumble rap or whatever you want to call it, this one might be one you like, but I don't. So I will not listen to this again. But, 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 a song I will listen to again is by Polyphia. Polyphia? Polyphia. This is the reason I bought this, because I assumed there'd be more music like Polyphia on here. Uh, It's pretty intense math rock, which for those of you who don't know, it's like, very calculated and extremely talented people play it but it's so good like the it literally gives you musical fission at least it gives me musical fission uh musical fission is when you get like goosebumps because you're so into a song so this song is one of those songs for sure there's so much emotion in this like it feels like math but at the same time it's powerful the, the musicians are incredibly talented there's no other band that sounds like polyphia and you should definitely check them out. And here's Lit by Polyphia.
told you that song is weird like it's good it's good i don't know it's, it's just good just be happy i told you it was good it's good anyway uh so <laughs> next song is without a doubt the best song on this cd so i'm actually going to skip it until the very end because i have one other song that they put at the end of the cd and i'm super disappointed to announce that bellwether is not the last song in the cd whoever decided the order that these songs should go in dropped the ball around the eighth song in this cd because the last song always wrong by isley is i don't know okay it reminds me of colby calais but it's definitely not my favorite song in the cd and to put it directly after the song that comes before it is offensive it's like suggesting that isley should be the closer for some crazy epic music festival i I always skip this last song because it's so out of place it's not really a good reason to dislike a song because of its placement on a cd but placement aside it's okay it's like colby calais meets the gathering and i love both colby calais and the gathering so i should like this song but it just is mediocre at best nothing about it hooks me unlike the song that comes directly before it which is bellwether by stolas and this is the real gem of this cd until i got the cd i never heard of stolas but now I will never forget them. They're like if Fall of Troy and the Mars Volta had a baby. For a lot of people, that's a dream combination, like me. It takes me back to when I was first learning to love like progressive music. Is the sound of this band totally unique? No. Is it something that's absolutely incredible and there's a tremendous amount of effort and energy that goes into making music like this? Yes. So here's Bellwether by Stolas. Does this mean? Because I'm begging. 
The last song being Always Wrong by Isley and not Bellwether by Stolas was like a mistake. So this would have been a really, this is a really solid mixtape, but it has a really weak finish. My father always taught me to listen to an album three times before I decide if I do or do not like it. I've listened to this maybe a hundred times since I got it in February. What I didn't realize was that I learned a lot about music from this. My tastes have started to evolve as I'm an adult. Like, I'm learning to appreciate music as music. I'm not as concerned with this is a ripoff of this band, or I hate this genre of music, or I liked that before you did, now they're mainstream. Though, country music is still on my shit list. Like, fuck country music. Anyway, um, so I'm thinking about, like, the energy and time that goes into writing and performing music when I'm listening to this. Regardless if I like the band or I like the song, they had to really work to get to the point where they were on this CD. They had to bomb and stage and learn and adapt to challenges. And the, the challenges that they conquer, I don't know if I could if I was like doing this by myself. So now I'm listening to music that I always used to turn down and it wasn't for me because I'm like checking it out, like really appreciating what it is. Music like that would be like picturesque or sleep on it from this CD. It taught me to really appreciate the quality of music, even if you don't necessarily love the music. Pitting these two mixes head to head against each other was a really weird call, though, because one is pure rock and roll mayhem incarnate. That's the Victory Records that we talked about the first half of this. The other one is an array of music showing off a repertoire of an entire record label, and that's the Equal Visions one. So if I look at the numbers here, I'm thinking that I liked more songs than the Victory Records Summer Sampler. However, Am I more likely to put in the Victory Records mix 
in my 30s? <laughs> I don't know, because Equal Visions had some winners on there for sure. But it comes down to this. Composition. The order of the songs in each mix is super important. I'm not saying that I could have done a better job, but Equal Visions did not put in this, the effort to make sure that the songs flowed in a good order. We had emo music before alternative pop songs, followed by metal music, and Victory Records clearly put a lot more effort into deciding the order of their songs. Victory Records even ended with a song that was a few years old to send the listener off with some nostalgia. They saved the biggest up-and-coming band for second to last, and they started with a bang, ripping your face off with a mirror. Victory Records is the superior listening experience. If I wanted to listen to random songs, I would have them all on my Spotify, but if I'm popping in a CD, I want the flow and energy of a cohesive album. Victory Records has that. So, okay, folks, it's contest time. Didn't see that coming, did you? So I'm willing to ship the Equal Visions Records Summer Sampler to a listener from 2017. So if I didn't sell it well enough, I know I just kind of trashed it, but this CD is killer. Like, I've been listening to it pretty much nonstop since February. It's not all heavy metal music. There's a little something for everyone in there, so it would be cool to, like, throw it in when you're on a road trip and see what kind of music you like on it and stuff like that. So here's how you get it. You follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Send me screenshots that you're following me to prove that you did it, and I will send you the CD. First person to do it gets it. But here's the thing. A lot of people are already subscribed, so who knows if you're going to be the first person. I do not have a lot of fans, people. <laughs> so uh, it could be you. You could do it in a couple days and still be the first person who does it. So just keep in mind that if you follow me on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and send me your screenshots. I will send you the CD. It's really good. Like it's nothing against it. Victory Records is just a superior sampler. Okay, so well, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at Twitter on Twitter at the Disc Dump. On Instagram, it's Disc Dump Podcast with two P's. On Facebook, it's Disc Dump Podcast page or the Disc Dump Podcast fans group, where you can start the discussion. And last but not least, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. I want to say thank you to the Jazz June for the use of the song Viva La Speed Metal off of the album The Medicine. It is the first song you hear every episode now, and it's really good. They've gotten me through some hard times. That's definitely a band you should check out, which is a lot more like the Equal Visions Records sound, but it's very, very good. I also want to say thank you to the Fat Rat for the use of the song Unity, which we used to bring us in and out of the ad spots and close out every episode. Thank you guys for listening. There's some good stuff on these mixes, for real. Uh, I'm going to make some Spotify playlists and share them, one on the Facebook group and one on the Twitter page if you're interested. I hope you like them. But now it's time to delve into the fall, y'all. Happy fall. Be safe. I love you.